You hear about this new law? Egan's law? They got to notify the Catholic Church moves into the neighborhood. <laughs> Come on, Ray, it's funny. If you can't laugh, what are you going to do, cry all the time? What are you doing here, Mick? What am I doing here? Last time I saw you, I was the one going to Hollywood. What the fuck happened? You set me up, motherfucker. 20 years. Now look at you. That's your big shot. Well, this is great. This is great. All my boys are together. Everyone's great. Everyone's great, Mick. Really? Bridge is dead. Terry's shaking like a fucking leaf, and Bunchy can't stay sober more than a month. That's your legacy, Mick. Uh, hi, guys, and welcome. This is TV Donut. Uh, this week, we're watching Ray Donovan. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, as always, is the lovely... Saskia here. And... Hannah. Oh, they're so great. Uh, so, Showtime. Yes. Our long drama. Probably the most recent show we've watched to date. Yes. Yeah, well, Call the Midwife. Call the Midwife, yes. It may have been... Probably started around the same time. Around this the same time. In, uh, summer of 2013, yeah. And it's heading into its third season? Yes. That it is. They are probably in production now. I think it's head July, unless I'm completely wrong. Yeah, I didn't see the, uh, the date that it was coming out, but it's definitely um, renewed, obviously, for a third season. Mm-hmm. That it is. Uh, created by Anne Bitterman. Yes, mm-hmm. also the... The, the writer, the executive producer, creator. She's yeah. got the three end credits right in a row. She wrote on Southland, uh, NYPD Blue, so a lot of experience on cop shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she also wrote the Richard Gere movie, Primal Fear. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah, okay. weird one. That is a. I don't know if I saw that. I... Was that that's from the 90s? Was that one during like, the See, run of like, I, I erotic thrillers? Richard Gere movies from the 90s, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, the cover of the movie looks really familiar to me, so I think I've seen it, but yeah. I'd have to see it to remember. I know he's a lawyer. That's... It, it sounds like a fatal instinct. Yeah, uh, I don't really that. remember what the plot line was, but it was a pretty big movie, so that's, that's yeah. great for her. Oh, it is. 96. Uh, an altar boy is accused of murdering a priest, and the truth is buried several layers deep. So, wow, that feeds right into Ray Donovan, which Dude, I did not expect to have so much... Molestation or the I wasn't either. Not sure if I was a huge fan of it. I also had no idea that that was such a big part of the show. I definitely found it the most difficult part to watch. It was um, front and center in both episodes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into the details of it, but basically, you know, Ray and his brother were molested by uh, their priest Mm -hmm. as children. As children. Yeah. And as we find out in the second episode, in the pilot. Oh, sorry, in the finale. In the finale. Yeah. Well, in the pilot, we think it was his brother who was molested first. I was anyway, but we don't find out till Actually, no, it is in the dream sequence that we yeah, find out that I, I assumed, he was molested I mean, as a kid that's as well. no... You wouldn't be having that dream, but there, yeah, there was no um, proof in the first episode that Ray was also a victim, but... Uh, his brother has received a settlement yes, from the church. Yes, almost a million dollars. 1.4 million. 1.4. Over a yeah. million. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did write over one so, million. So I, I would agree that that was the most challenging part of this show. It's it's a little strange because to me it felt like a super guilty pleasure. Everything's over the top. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, and then there's this one very serious issue that kind of goes throughout. But I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to... Uh, deter me from 
from watching more episodes. No, and it's not really the focus of the show. Like they, it comes up constantly. It permeates everything that, it they, does. that they experience, which it would. Yeah, of course. But then, and it's though, also the reason why his father was in jail. Everything it has to do with everything. Uh, okay, we can talk about that. I don't know about that, but mm. um, I do think that it's like it doesn't get discussed very often on television. No child molestation. Uh, well, <laughs> with the church, kind of that that kind of. There's a very interesting scene um, in the finale where Mickey, who's Ray's father, played by John Boyd, yes. um, is speaking to his wife Abby and says, "You know, when I was growing up, everybody got molested and everybody knew about it. Yeah, and it was just the way things were. So, and and the fact that that is so pervasive in that community and that it still to this day is not discussed or dealt with, it's." You know, maybe someone does need to talk about it on TV, as uncomfortable as it is to have to experience. See, I thought that that was uh, Voight's little speech there about it being everywhere was part of the over-the-top character of the show. Because I feel like it has, it is touched on now. I feel like it's it's no longer like a secret. The Catholic Church is pretty vilified for it. Not by Catholics. No. Well. There was a period, of, I feel like recently, where it did come to the forefront. A little more. Well, now we got Pope Frank in there. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's got he's going to take care of everything. That's yeah, all we'll going to get wrapped up. All right, let's read the synopsis for the pilot, and then we will dive right into it. There is so much to talk about. There, so many things happened. So the pilot episode is called "The Bag or the Bat." Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I was like looking forward to finding out what that was going to. What does it mean? mean? No. And then, uh, then we found out. Uh, so Ray's life is thrown into absolute turmoil when his father, Mickey, unexpectedly gets out of prison five years early, kills a priest, and arrives in L.A. vowing to take revenge on Ray for framing him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ray's mentor, Ezra Goldman, and his law partner, Lee Drexler, need Ray to find a way to get a straight, in quotation marks, action star out of a scandal with a transsexual. Ray must also protect a beautiful singer from a stalker, but the case leads to tension between him and his wife, Abby. See, and that's still all there to set up the real logline of the show is that Ray's a fixer in Hollywood. Him yes. and his family moved from Boston, and now they're, I don't, I don't know. They Did they just care. recently move? Well, no. They seem to have been here a while. Yeah. But they still, they still all have their thick accents. Yeah, you it's know? interesting. We don't really get to find out, but it seems like the gym, the boxing gym that Ray's brother Terry is living in, mm-hmm. probably belonged to their father. I would think so. So they must have been there for, I mean, decades at least, because he's been in jail for 20 years. But he, well, he got out five years early. Yeah, but he's he been says in jail he's for been in jail I think he's for been in jail for, 15, for, for 20, fifth, no, and no. his sentence may have been 25. 25 oh, life. I thought his sentence was 20, and he got out after 15? He says he, got, he was in jail for 20 years. He was years. in jail for 20 years, he says. Here's, yeah. here's another thing about that, though, is uh, when he when John Voight finally meets up Who with his son. When, sorry, when Mickey Donovan, yeah. John Voight, meets up with his son Ray Donovan, Lee Schreiber, uh, he says, you know, last time I saw you, I was the one who was going to move to L.A., to Hollywood. Right. So I feel like as that transition was about to happen, that's when uh, Ray turns on his father, Mickey goes away, and then Ray moves the whole gang out. So maybe they were teaching boxing back in Boston. Yeah, so maybe it's not his dad's gym. Yeah, we, that's not confirmed. I just It doesn't seem like Terry is the kind of person that could 
buy a gym, but what? I mean, it's not super expensive looking or anything. No, it's a pretty ratty gym, but I like yeah. that. But so, I feel like he's been a, he's been boxing for a, a long time. It's yeah, been in his past and definitely Terry, 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 Terry the brother. Well, the the reason why he's he's shaking. Well, played, Terry is uh, one of his brothers, and Bunchy is his other brother. Yes, played, uh, Ter- Terry's played by Eddie Marson. Bunchy's played by Dash Mihok. Huh? Um, Both great. Bunchy. The acting was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Completely. Everyone was really good in this. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. did too. I enjoyed the finale more than the pilot. Almost always goes without saying, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like I enjoyed the pilot more. Yeah. I felt like there was so much pipe being laid that it, I found it hard to see. It was, into but I it. think they did it really well. Yeah, I did too. They we got a... so much backstory that um, is just laid into the dialogue, which usually is a struggle. But They had one great device. For laying out the family. When Ray first comes downstairs and his kids are there, his daughter Bridget is uh, setting up a family tree for a class project. Yeah. So you see all four of the brothers and one sister who we see is deceased. She's labeled all the deceased members of the family, including yeah. the mother and Mickey, who is labeled deceased. So we can only assume that the rest they of the family... They don't know where he is. Or yeah. they've been told that he's dead or yeah. whatever. Which never got resolved. Right? No, and which so. also never came up when, when they hugged him at the end of the episode. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was wondering if maybe it's like she has to pretend that he's dead <laughs> or something. See, I, I didn't look at that family tree for very long. I should have gone back and paused it, but oh, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't, details. and then yeah. I, I really should have. So, but I yeah. thought Bridget was his mother for a long time. Bridget? Yes. I didn't even know he had a sister. No, no, Bridget's no, his, his daughter. No, it's his daughter, but, but also his sister. Also his sister. She's named yes. after She named her uh, after. Of course, because yes. we only see Bridget's the sister in flashbacks. In, in the dream sequence. Yeah, It was the, the dream sequence, and I thought when he was dreaming that that was his mother committing suicide. Gotcha. Mm. I think his mom died of cancer. Yeah. Or some sort of disease, because yeah. they do show... The kids in a scene where they're all playing. It's, she's in the noise. dream as well. At the beginning, she's yeah. being treated as she's dying. No, she's, she's being, being given the last rites by a priest. Yeah, she's dying there. So shortly I, before the priest goes on to molest one of them, which is yes ridiculous. Yes, Ray at that. So uh, we open with uh, Mickey Donovan getting out of jail. Mm-hmm. The first line in the pilot is, it's a different world out there, Mickey. Yes. Which confused me for a second, because I was like, is the guard also named Mickey? But he was talking to himself out loud. <laughs> you thought he was talking to himself. He was talking to no, himself. No, he was talking to Mickey. He's Mickey. No, no, the guard says it to Mickey. The guard says it to Mickey. Oh, I thought it was Mickey that said that. No. Oh, because of the camera angle, you don't see exactly who's speaking. I don't know. Right. Maybe I just was not paying close enough attention. It was definitely the guard. I rewound it, because I was like, why would they give an insignificant guard the same name as their main character? (laughs) That is... Just to make it super confusing. Okay, that's very silly. And then I was like, why would you say that out loud to yourself? Okay. Yeah, that, well, mystery solved, number one. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Mickey gets out of jail, and then, as it said in the description, immediately kills a priest. Yeah. We have no we don't idea know. why. Did, did, was he wearing a... Yeah. He was a, He was identifiable as, identifiable as a priest. Yes. He's, he's in, wearing his collar. Yeah. He's in the... He's, he's in, in one of those little, the, like, rooms that they live in always in, like, the... Yeah, what do you call those? Priest, the, priest's quarters. There is a word cloister? for it. A cloister. I don't know if that's the right word. I think that's where a nun would go. A yeah. nun's cloister. Um, Immediately kills him. I assumed that the priest was responsible for Mickey being in jail. That's what I wrote down. It's yeah. like, man who put him in jail. Um, up a until mark. He, Mickey sticks the gun in his mouth and, and makes him suck the barrel. I, yeah, to me, just, I didn't... I, I just assumed 
that it was some kind of beef between them. I wasn't like, oh, he's probably a child molester. That's no, why I d- he's getting shot in the face. Definitely okay. thought he just took revenge on the person who was responsible for him being in jail. Yes. My first thought was he'd been molested or something. Mickey? Oh, who knows? You never know. I mean, no, everyone you don't know. everybody was molested, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we got this amazing sweeping scene of Hollywood, and there was uh, this beautiful song. It was the only song I noticed in here. It was episode. amazing! I think definitely... Put it in at the end if you can find it. It was uh, "Hooray for Hollywood." Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and immediately it was like, "Yes, this yes. is gonna have great music." And, and then, yeah, did they, you notice any other songs? No, I didn't. I did. They had some great Motown. I didn't catch the track name, they but didn't. in the airport scene in the finale, okay. they had some cool soul once or twice. In gotcha. This, so good work on the soundtrack. There's so, a budget here in this show for sure. Yeah. Then we meet Deontay. Yes. He's uh, an athlete who has just signed an eighty million dollar endorsement deal. He wakes up in a hotel room. Next to a dead Asian woman. Mm-hmm. I sort of assumed she was a prostitute, but I we never... I thought she was murdered because of all the blood. Well, but he was surprised. Yes. yes. Well, he thought she was awake at first, and then he turned her... Well, did he touch her? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he turned her around. wake up, yeah. for sure. And I like, thought oh. it was going to be like some kind of elaborate like blackmail scheme, where like, someone okay. put that body in yeah. there, but it turns out she's just some girl that OD'd and, and you know, in his yeah. bed... He, he like he says you know I didn't kill her I didn't even get to fuck her so mm-hmm. he's very adamant that he is not responsible for this and then we meet Ray he gets the call that uh, someone's in trouble and he he has to fix the situation. At this point, I still wasn't sure what his occupation was. Ray's Ray's just well, he immediately is... goes into he does. like you know ordering people. We meet his team Avi, who I really love. Me too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Lena. Mm. who uh, kicks a girl out of her bed and, and, you know, immediately goes to Ray's side to help him. Mm-hmm. We also meet uh, Ray's wife, Abby, who... Always. Abby, who is Paula Malcolmson, Trixie. who is Trixie from Deadwood. So yeah. Beloved nice Trixie. She's also... Uh, On Sons. Sons of Anarchy. She's amazing. Plays an Irish woman. Um, she constantly complained throughout the pilot. This is true. Oh, yeah. This is the first instance she's complaining about the neighbors, the music. That's right Right when we meet her, yeah. the first thing. She doesn't like the neighborhood they're living in. She wants to move somewhere more expensive. She doesn't like the school the kids are going to. On the show, they make it out to seem that the neighborhood they live in is where all the like cast-outs of... It's Calabasas. I don't Which know is, anything about Calabasas. It's a, it's a very, very wealthy neighborhood. Yeah. And a lot of so actual Will celebrities Smith, live the there. The Kardashians. I, looked, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. All so, of them. Yeah. She was on IMDb. That's she's, right. She's fine, but she's not happy. But I think on the show, it's like literally the shit part of Hollywood. But right. I don't but think it's, it's so beautiful. They're living in a mansion. But it's, uh, yeah, it's and she crazy. wants to live in Beverly Hills. Degrees. Exactly. She just wants, you know, to be at the top of the, the food chain yes. or whatever, which is yeah. so very strange. But yeah. it, I, she got on my nerves in the pilot for sure. Yeah. She's not very sympathetic there. Yeah. she Even her son, Connor, has a black eye and she tells Ray he got in a fight when actually it was just like a, it happened during a soccer game. Yeah, it's He's like uh, trying to like, and then her daughter Bridget's dressed sort of like risque, and she's like, "Well, if you want her to wear more clothes, then send her to a better school." It's yeah. like, what kind of parenting is that? So these, she's looking Ooh. for non-existent problems to justify this. Yeah, move. not to mention what happens in the finale, but uh, we'll get to that. So yeah, we get the family tree, which was great. We find out Terry um, has Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. They later say it's because of the boxing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Too many blows to the head. And then, yes, Bunchy, uh, even the kids know 
that Bunchy was molested. Yes, everybody yeah, knows. Um, Bridget tells Connor basically right in front of Ray, like it's oh. you know no big deal. Oh, he's messed up because he the priest touched him when he was a kid. They're and all that's why Dad's so psycho about us getting touched and why we don't go to church. Ray awkwardly leaves the room after this. Yeah, he doesn't uh, confirm or deny that. Yeah. Every, but they, everyone in the family seems comfortable with it. It's open. It's yeah. out there. That's their breakfast conversation. That's very yeah. strange. Abby goes into Ray's like iPad, finds out he has a meeting with this guy, Stu Feldman, mm-hmm. and she insists that he asks Stu to get um, the kids into this private school that he's on the, the board. Yes. And Ray promises that he will. So he goes. He meets Stu, who's uh, some kind of producer. Yes, well-to-do, well-to-do well producer, but he's very unusual. He was clearly, he seemed crazy to me. Yeah, that was a really weird scene. Like, he's hiring Ray to follow um, his quote-unquote side piece. Yes. Not, he's married, but he's also dating someone. This is his mistress. Seems very who's... common in this world. It does. Um, did you catch her name? Because Ashley. I'm... Ashley, okay, thank yes. you. She's a former Disney star, now turned singer. They they compared to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, her parents stole all her money, and Ray knows her from back then when mm-hmm. he tried to help her out. And I think he did successfully. He did. I, yes, he did. She implies. Well, that she's got a great house, so yeah. she must not have lost all her money. She's doing a okay because that house is absolutely beautiful. Yes, it was. So the scene, yeah, with Stu is weird because. Um, it's mostly Stu talking about himself. He mentions, and Ray doesn't talk at all, which. Is kind of a theme. I mean, he when he says things, it's either um, advice or like direction. Mm-hmm. And other than that, he doesn't offer an opinion. Really, he just he's stays very quiet, reserved. which is different for a main character. Yeah, right. He's not the one that's always talking. Mm-hmm. But Stu asked a question about human growth hormone. You ever try human growth hormone? Like, is that a weird thing to say? Of like, course. I have no idea where he was going. It doesn't, it, get, like, it doesn't lead to anything. Uh, yeah. At first I thought it was going to be like, because he's talking about how his wife won't sleep with him anymore. <coughs> I was like, okay, is he on HGH? And his like, It know, doesn't work? That's what I thought. Shrunk, that's and that's why his wife was like, ugh. Or is he saying like, oh, Ray, you're scary. Is it because you're taking hormones? Oh. I don't know. That <laughs> whole so sequence. Yeah. He's a weird guy. We established that he's unstable. And it was a great quote from him. Uh, you don't talk a lot. I, like I wrote that. it down too. I'm going to start doing that. It makes you very mysterious. <laughs> yeah. He's just a psycho. He's a psycho. You remind me a, a little psycho. of uh, the guy that's on Silicon Valley right now, the investor. Yeah. Who was just like constantly wanting to Absolutely hear himself he talk, but mm. isn't actually ever saying anything. Yeah. Completely vacuous yeah. as a human being. So then uh, Ray goes to Lee Drexler's office. Mm hmm. Um, see after Peter Jacobson he yes. uh, was on House the last few seasons I really like him I think he's, he's great. great he was he said a lot of bad words though he said a lot of yeah and in a very over the top way yeah basically he's introducing the third problem of the episode uh, well for Ray Tommy Wheeler Tommy Wheeler yep. is uh, played by Austin Nichols he was one of Austin. my top five pretend boyfriends of all time seriously really mm. Love him so much. Oh, all right, well, he's... not at all in this. It was so strange because he plays a character called Julian Baker on One Tree Hill mm. and is literally like the perfect man. Oh. <laughs> like, he's just like that guy that you want to find that probably doesn't exist. And then on this, he was like, he's a such super the opposite. Creep. He says, uh, another quote, guys are asking for the Tommy Wheeler body at my gym. Yeah. 
that was like that line summed up that character. Which That's, was, yeah. Yeah. So he's in uh, Drexler's office getting in trouble because he's been caught again. Waking uh, up a transsexual, yeah. possibly a transsexual prostitute. He claims that he... He didn't know. Yeah. He was taught to give, to help a lady out. And <laughs> so whatever heart broke down, I believe that he line said. was. Uh, and then Ray gives him the business, basically, and he finally, like, starts crying and admits that, like, he can't help himself and he thinks he's addicted. Mm. And basically, the problem here is that he is uh, an action star, we believe, and he's got yes, a big, it's is. described as a big heterosexual movie coming out. Yes. Which is a strange, strange description, but... And a reporter's threatening to publish a story that will tank the movie if they find out that Tommy is, in fact, gay. Or only sleeps with transvestites, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, light bulb goes off over Ray's head. Because he's a genius. Kills two birds with one stone. He sees the solution, and he decides that... <sighs> the fact that they used that line made me cringe. <laughs> the, the cliche. To kill, kill, birds with, kill two birds with one stone. I'm like, why, why do you need to put that in there? It just stood out to me like... Well, yeah, it's a cliche, and it's, it's obvious what's happening. common yeah. reference, though, I think. Well, it is. That people would say. Yeah. But yeah, I think it problem. might have, again, been like... It, yeah. It didn't it, need to be stated. We, yeah. No. It was obvious enough, but they it's an example of not trusting your audience to figure out what's happening. Yeah. But it's a pilot, so it's like a lot of things are happening. It's so let's, fair. let's make yeah. it really clear. So yeah, they decide to um put Tommy in with the dead Asian girl. Pull the athlete. Get out. Deontay out. Who is married as yes, well. He mentions that halfway through the episode that he also is cheating on his wife. So they put Tommy into rehab and then take this story about him and this girl to the reporter yes. and say, you know what, drop the gay thing, we'll give you the first interview out of rehab. Exactly. So problem solved across the board and yeah. Ray's making mint. It, it got fixed pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, he briefly talks about Ezra with Lee. Um, Ezra is Lee's partner. Uh, they mentioned that he's grieving and that the, the, there will be a service the next day. We eventually find out his wife has passed. His mm-hmm. wife has passed and he's... When we see him at the service, his mistress is there. Another mistress. Played by Elliot Gould, we should say, who was fantastic, I thought. I mean, I disagreed with a lot of the things he did and said. But, uh, like, when he, his mistress shows up at the service. Yeah. And he invited her. And yeah, He did. He asked her to, begged her to be there. He completely freaks out at her in public, in front of people. Like, yeah. Why would you come here? I'm and the then, as soon as everyone's left, he's, she's invited back to the house again. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just crazy. Well, I mean, he's a lawyer for, for thugs, so he's yeah. bound to be a little sleazy. But I thought he was fantastic in this. He could also just be... Little crazy, yeah. I think they're all a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. which I like. Uh, Terry calls Ray and lets him know Bunchy has had a slip, which means this he's... is the first introduction to Terry. Yeah, he's drinking again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's again along with all of the talk of of molestation and the fallout. Um, watching him shake constantly yeah. was really hard. It was the strange thing about seeing Terry shaking, and it's always his right arm, and he did it, which is great, amazingly well. Especially compared to Ashley's acting with her minor epilepsy. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. When she had like a, she has like a soft seizure at one point. Yeah. But we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to Ashley. Yeah, um, I didn't. But when we find first the acting, bad. I, for her, I didn't really notice. I noticed, no, but I for, was for I, Terry though. When we first meet him, he's boxing. He's tr- sparring with someone, he and is. he moves amazingly fast. Like he's a really good boxer. Yeah. Guy. And there's, I had no, like, I wasn't expecting any Parkinson's whatsoever. No, me either. So he's clearly still capable. 
He's, well, anyway. But he struggles. Like, we do see a scene, I think it's in the finale, where he's trying to take his medication, and it's getting to the point where, like, he can't hold on to a glass of water, mm-hmm. right? So I think the boxing is, is muscle memory. It's something he's done for years. So when he's back in that ring, it's like he can stop. But when he's just trying to move around day to day, it's such a struggle. It's just hard to watch because just thinking of, you know, having to be in that position or anyone that you care about having mm-hmm. to go through that. It's just it's, it's tough. Uh, there's a brief scene where Terry tries to get Bunchy out of the bar. Which well, starts a huge bar fight, and, and they both, they get, both arrested. get arrested, and Ray has to bail them out. Um, well, we meet Bunchy for the first time, and he's in a meeting. Yes, where it's a group of of survive um, abuse survivors. Abuse, yes, yeah. And I, it seems that they it was all by a priest that it was because the guy who was talking yes. was also molested by a priest. So I Probably. think specifically it was about. See, and that seems strange to me that. All these people in this molestation group, everyone there's been molested by a priest. It's only priests in this movie that in this uh, show. That well, I think it's the, a specific a group. group specific for that. For Could that. have been, yeah, especially because since he like his but relapse were... is triggered by his settlement. Yes, yeah, because so. he does sense say that he really thought that getting the money was going to make him feel better, and he doesn't feel any different at all. No. The one thing I did want to ask you guys, donut wise, is like if he has, it doesn't feel like he has a million dollars from in the finale. You know no. what I mean? No, like, it doesn't. Oh my god, life hasn't really changed. So what? The house? He, did he spend all that the money? House? The place he's living in. He's sleeping it's... on the couch where his father Mickey is in his bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was staying at the gym, and then he decides he's gonna move back home and kick his father out of the apartment. Yes. But my thing was just like it's. It doesn't seem like he has a million dollars. No, so, it like, doesn't. did he blow it all right away, or is he just not touching it? Maybe did he, he get uh, it in the pilot? Yeah, he, well, got that's, it in he the said pilot. that he received his settlement, and that's why he started drinking again. There was a great line in that scene too when he was talking to Ray on the phone, and he says something like, "You know, I'm not done drinking yet." Yeah, yeah, that's a great. He, like, he could he, also be just a simple guy. Like, maybe he doesn't want to buy. Like, I mean, how expensive a house can you buy in L.A. for 1.4? Yeah, not that right? expensive. Right. But again, like, he's living in a dingy apartment with his father. Like Saskia said, it just seemed like his life hadn't changed that much. And time-wise, we know it's been a significant amount of time because mm-hmm. the other thing we do see in the finale is um, Ezra's mistress has had a baby. Yeah. That's or they adopted a baby. Oh, yes. A baby something. has appeared. Um, it, it is part theirs. I think. But if she physically had that child, she wasn't visibly pregnant in the pilot. No. So at least a year has gone by. Man, I don't know. Do you really think it's been a year? I don't. It didn't feel like it, but it's... I mean, it'd be at least six months. Because she could have been three months pregnant. Yeah, they didn't look that much bigger. But, I mean, that's hard because they're growing in real time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, uh, there's a long sequence with Ray dealing with Ashley. Yeah. He gives her some pretty funny advice. Well, not funny advice, but just the way he delivers it, I thought was really funny. Like, he talks about, like, get a dog, not a gun, because if you get a gun, they'll use it on you. Yeah. Hold on. we yep. got to point out here. He goes to spy on Ashley for Stu. When he gets there, he finds out that she's got a stalker. Yes. He sees a man watching her and jerking off. As she's doing yoga on her balcony. So he says, screw it. Yes. He feels he like he has in. a moral responsibility to tell her. And I feel like that's also because, in part because he knows her. they have an existing relationship. I don't know if that would be true if he didn't know her. I don't think so. Yeah. No. I think he goes he because he knows her. Yeah. And, yeah. She goes in to help her. She it's... doesn't take it that seriously. No. No. She's 
she's more like she concerned says, with like seducing him. It gets very she's strange between very, them. It was strange. Yeah, that, and I was disappointed. That aspect I don't understand because she's clearly attracted to him because he helped her. Yeah, and when her she was younger. parents. Um, completely screwed her over. Like, yeah. I definitely understood that because she's also dating Stu, which is another thing that makes no sense that she Why would do. Why is she dating but Stu? But she goes after these older men mm-hmm. who, like, she's trying to find someone to take care of her yeah. because she never got that. Like, that makes sense to me. But she's very creepy about it. Yeah, no. The, the just choices she makes make me extremely annoyed, especially mm-hmm. when he finally drives her home and she just, like, starts giving him a blowjob. In the car. But, he can stop her. Did it That's happen? exactly and it. He, he didn't. They, he and that's pulled what it, over to get that blowjob. I'm less annoyed sure. with Ashley than with Ray in these cases. I know. I was so um, mad at Ray because I thought he was going to maybe be the only person because it was a trend that everybody was cheating him. Like, maybe he won't be. And he kind of seemed like he wouldn't. And that, I think, established that that has been a pattern in the past. Yeah. I, yes, because absolutely. Abby calls him as soon as he leaves the house with her because hold on, we're jumping. Yeah, ahead. We're getting way ahead. We're getting way ahead, guys. Go but ahead. that's fine. All right, so we're back. Uh, he's with Ashley in her apartment, giving her this advice. Yeah. She says, "Why doesn't it, why didn't anything ever happen with us?" He yeah. says, "Basically, I don't know." And she leaps on him. They start making. She, out. He says, "You're not my type." And then she doesn't take that very well. Yeah, she doesn't. No. And then uh, as they're making out, she has like a little petite seizure. Yes, uh, which is it's very gentle, so awkward. Very gentle seizure. She shakes a little bit, and then he puts her down, and she recovers. I thought she was trying to kill herself. Oh, I thought she was ODing. Oh, interesting. At first, I mean, obviously, as soon as she was like, "Fine," I was like, "Okay, it's seizure." But at first, when she went down. I was like, okay, she took something bad. This is where Ray makes the second of his many bad decisions with Ashley, though, because he tells her about his wife, and she go and he says, you know, she does yoga too. Yeah, and he tells her where she does yoga. Why would you tell this person anything about your family? And why would she be asking? Like that was it was so suspicious. As soon as she asked that question, mm-hmm. I was like, "She's gonna go there." Exactly. Yeah. And it was basically uh, he leaves. Uh, he tells her, "You're in the solution now." I guess that's his catchphrase for like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna, you know, I'm the solution, I'm the solution. and you're in it, and I'm in you, and, and we're all over each says, other." She says, "I love you," and he says, "All right." It was so strange. Oh, he. Uh... God and then it. she says yes daddy when he tells her to do oh. something i was like oh. what is happening with this relationship right? that scene just got more and more uncomfortable so creepy. it did it really did it very there was a major reveal when ray uh after he bails out his brothers they tell him finally something they've known for a long time which i thought was kind of strange to put that in a pilot because he didn't know this Ray didn't know it. Ray didn't know for so long, and I feel like it was so much information was already happening Which, in this episode. Uh, you better tell us the information. What what was specified? The fact that he has a half-brother. The fact that he has a half-brother. Named uh, Daryl, who Darryl, is black. Who's pop. Uh, Ray gets, finds like, this... no lines. Hilarious. Yeah, in the... In either pilot episode. Pilot and the finale, we don't really get to know him. Yeah, I'm sure there are... Like, him and Ray, obviously... Well, actually, we don't even know that they come to a... Mm-hmm. some kind of relationship but there doesn't seem to be any animosity between them in the finale no. so i think hopefully daryl's got a little bit more of a part than what we see i mean he must and in the finale like we get that scene of all the donovans the brothers, the brothers mickey and like yeah. they're all hanging out together in the gym so he's clearly so part yeah of the mickey family. was cheating on ray's mom with a woman named Claudette. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray finds this hilarious because I guess Mickey is is a, a known racist. Yeah, said so he was like throwing 
Rock said buses. When they tried to integrate the schools, I think was what that was alluding to. And uh, yeah, he just finds this hilarious. Abby also finds it hilarious when Ray eventually tells her she like just laughs and laughs and says like that's great. And And that's how he kind of fixes the relationship between them. Yeah, they immediately flash to Mickey who's in a hotel room smoking weed with an attractive African American lady. Mm. I, th- I think they were snorting coke. Oh, were they? I think so. They were also smoking a giant. Yeah, they were having a nice time. Yeah. So, Ray lies in wait for our stalker, who I think was named Bob. I wasn't 100% yes. sure if I caught that. And this is where we get the title of the pilot. He, he offers Bob mm-hmm. an option, the bag or the bat. When Bob comes home, Ray's waiting for him on his couch with these two objects. I wanted to point out, uh, Bob has porn taped up all over his apartment. Uh, no, it's not porn. It's pictures of that girl, isn't it? It's porn, but he's taken her face and uh, put it over like, like nudes. Photos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought for a moment that she was a porn star. I'm like, no, no, she's not. She's, yeah, I didn't even no. think about that. that the head, that's why naked. the heads are like so tiny yeah, on was, some of the bodies. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? I, that, that was, he was super creepy. So did you guys, what did you, like the bat is the bat. I mean, that's pretty obvious. You're going to yes. with the bat. bat. Did you have any idea what the bag was going to be? No idea. I assumed the bag would be the worst option. I honestly thought he was going to choke, like kill him by putting a bag over his head. That's what I would have thought that meant. Oh, but it's I a didn't. paper bag. I didn't. Just, I th- I thought it was the better version of the two, like the not the non harmful. See, I thought version it was of the two. Like, do you want it to get beaten until you wish you were dead, or do you want me to kill you? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I thought. I, thought. He was asking. I assumed it was, it was be a, a gun paper. In the bag I think if it something. wasn't a paper bag, that could have possibly. I feel like maybe I didn't notice this, that there was an actual bag. It was a paper. <laughs> there was an actual bag. It was like a little pl- paper lunch bag. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, it's just that that was this show was great. I at, thought like this doing scene like was... little bits of brutality and yeah. like just scaring me suddenly. And also like some are kind of original scenes. Like I've yeah. never seen what he does to that man. Very, never yes, seen that before. No, never seen that before. Original. Never would have guessed that's where that was going. The guy Bob chooses, chooses the, the bag. bag, and we're revealed in the next scene that it's a bunch of colored dye, and uh, Ray has forced him to take a bath, dyeing him head to toe in green. Yes, including his face, including his face and his mustache, which looks ridiculous. And it's, it's and it wouldn't. It was hilarious. I thought. I thought yeah, it was, it was a great sequence. And he tells her at the end of the scene as he leaves that if he goes near her ever again, he will kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because I thought, like, the reason to dye him green would be, like, he's completely identifiable in any situation. Mm -hmm. So if he ever stalks her again, she can go to the police and say, I saw a dude that was completely green, Mm -hmm. and then they can easily find him. But that's not the case, because if he goes back there one more time, Ray's just going to murder him. He said, no restraining orders, no nothing. I'm just going to kill you. involved. Exactly. Yeah, I guess it's, like, just, like, a humiliation-type threat. It's, you know, something to make... Like, let him know, I have more control over this situation than you do. Yeah. It is a little bit strange, because it doesn't actually cause anything. Nothing happens. No, but I mean, being he has to walk around for the rest of his life. Well, not the rest of his life, I'm sure. Let's say a eventually. week. Even if it was, like, how many How many days longer, would you have to go before it would it be... it would be longer than a week. Like, it would fade slowly. Yeah. But it wouldn't be gone for a long time, I don't think. I wonder, is it... What could you do to get rid of that? Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. I was as soon as Ray left, I was like, I wonder if he's just going to shower and shower and shower and shower until it comes out. Gone. Coat himself in paint thinner. Still green he was later. still green. He was still green. Definitely. So Ray finally finds out that his dad's out of jail. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is 
not stoked. He's really worried. He talks to Ezra about it, who earlier at the service was talking about coming clean and, like, telling all of the things they've done, which is a little scary, I think. Um, and then Ezra says, no lie lives forever. So we're sort of foreshadowed that Mickey getting out of jail could be bad for Ray. Yes. Yeah. And him. And and Ezra as well. Ezra does suggest killing him. Yes. In yeah. that scene. Which kill. shows us that he is a sleazy, sleazy guy. If we didn't know it already from the mistress stuff. So. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. After uh, Ray hooks up with Ashley, Abby tells him via voicemail not mm-hmm. to come home. Well, the, the the way it happens is that Ray comes home and Abby or, and Ashley, Abby and Ashley are talking yes. because of the yoga. They've met at yoga and now they're friends. And now of they're course, friends. And exactly it's like, oh my god, that's your husband. We know each other. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, Abby is a smart woman. She knows right away immediately. That, and, and, she, and you know what? I sort of got the feeling that maybe that wasn't the first time that's happened. Yeah. No, well, I don't think it was. Wasn't. A girl he slept with is like, oh, I'm going to get to know your wife and find out what's going on in your family, kind of thing. Like. Uh, just the whole way she knew exactly what was going on with that and then she uh confronts Ray later and says like does she have a thing for you like what's going on is that why she came to talk to me and he denies it which is really well he stupid. he does say is it is he that says the finale? she says he says you know she's no. mixed up yeah and then people when you when you when when he ends up helping people he they excuse people he, they end up the just yeah. being confused as yeah. to what they feel, and that's one of that's one of the things I liked more about Ray in this, especially because like a he is a gangster who does immoral things. Yeah, like he's like a Tony Soprano. Yeah. So I'm looking for like what's getting me on his side because we don't find out. You guys have already said that he was molested. We don't find that out until the for us the finale. Yeah, but possibly an episode before that. No, yeah, well, he's obviously possibly confirmed people. I, I don't think included. I don't think he told anyone. No, well, he told me in the meantime. Yeah, in the donut. In the donut. In the donut. In the donut. He well, totally talks about getting molested. Abby knows in the finale, yeah, and she doesn't talk to him. His wife. Because yeah, a lot of the finale. His brothers know. Or sorry, not a lot of finale. A lot of, well, the pilot especially, but the whole show was like Lee. He does a lot of intense, quiet staring. Yeah. So once we find that out, it kind of justifies everything for me. Like he's got a lot going on inside yeah. that we are just not seeing. And he's had a brother that's, I mean, not obviously not dealing with it well, but at least been able to vocalize it all these years and discuss yeah. what happened to him. And he never told. Well, he's we never been able to move on. He did tell someone. And I, I would say that he's holding up better than his brother. Bunchy, I would even say though so. Bunchy's open with it, I think Ray is doing better. But Bunchy, Bunchy, like. He seems a little touched. Yeah, well, like he, he... I feel like he's... Uh, like, Ray calls him the, the sweet one. Like, he's sensitive. He's supposed to be nice, the nice one of the brothers. He's yeah. probably the baby. Yeah, he's I would probably think the so. Baby. Yeah. yeah. And Ray... I don't know if Ray's the oldest. I think Terry's so, too. I think Ray would be... But he certainly seems like the one that took on the brunt of the responsibility. Obviously, they lost both their parents. Like, I don't know how old Ray is, but he doesn't seem like he's 50, right? So, I, so if his... Dad's been in jail for twenty years. I'm assuming he was like, he was ten when Bridget killed, killed herself. herself, which is also when he was molested. Oh yeah, no, when he was molested. Shit, never I think mind. He was ten when he told when he his was when he father. told his father, and Bridget died when he was already in jail. Oh my good, I think I would say he's in his forties. Yeah, I would say so because Voight. By the way, uh, in that scene where Voight is hooking up with that 
black prostitute. Mm-hmm. He's or a black lady friend. I'm Again, was, just, that was that Claudette? He just got out of no, prison, no, no, so I'm no, assuming so. that it's a prostitute, yeah. just for like I sort of ease. sadly assumed like most of the women that were involved were prostitutes, but it was never stated that any of them actually were. So. I just wanted to say, we'll he's only wearing a towel in that scene. Bitty fitty. Yeah. He, he looks, looks good. So, he looks good. <laughs> he is tight. He had, he was... I, I hated him, obviously, because obviously. you're supposed to hate him. In the pilot. He's like Frank from Shameless. In the finale, I not so much. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Mickey? He spends the entire finale trying to get one of his kids to take, again, it's so funny how we both see parenting very differently, because he was so manipulative oh, in he, that finale. Oh, he is. Every decision he made was for his own benefit. But he's, he's I, I do feel like he's that been a better scene? person. Are you kidding me? His oh. son's an alcoholic. That was terrible. <sighs> that was, I was, no, like, Anyways, okay, but the fa- <sighs> Let's talk about the dream sequence. So, Ray goes uh, to his apartment in the city, mm-hmm. gets, I guess, really drunk, and then uh, a picture of Marilyn starts talking to him. Yeah, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe. Saying, fuck me, Ray. Save me. Save me, fuck me, save me. He has the weird visions. We see his mom dying when he's a child. We see um, him in the car with the priest. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, shoving his head in his lap. There's so and the priest is the first of all the priest is there as his mother's dying giving last rites in their childhood home. All the kids are kind of oblivious. They're playing loudly in the hallway. Then when we cut to the car, it's like shot from the back seat. And it's oh! a child eating an it's it's young Ray eating an ice cream cone. We don't know it's young Ray at this point. We do, but a young boy in well, an older he's time. He's remembering it, so we'd assume that it's him. And but the car's clearly an older yes. model. Yeah, he's eating an ice cream cone, and the priest next to him, driving the car, reaches over, takes the ice cream cone, throws it out the window, and then shoves the kid's head head it's down into his lap. lap. Yeah. So yeah, oh. so at first because it's shot from behind, I thought that was. Mick that was driving and oh. and was just oh. like no you can't have ice cream like up until the head shoved into the lap part yeah. right it was just when it was first just like no ice cream for you I was like oh mean dad but then obviously I was like okay that's probably the priest mm-hmm. and then the third flash we get is uh, Bridget committing suicide yes oh. not again they don't say for sure that she purposely did that they say she was high on drugs and she jumped off the roof yeah yeah so it could have been an accident but from that flash that we saw which again is strange because he would not have seen that no, no. but it i no. assume that a lot but of i'm that, sure he's imagined it uh, over and over yeah again. i actually thought that the bit with the priest pushing his head into his lap because if that couldn't like, i didn't think it was right i thought it was I, I thought it was based on his encounter with ashley like in like his dream had amalgamated this head from her into this memory of his own molestation. I just because assumed doing that in real life, dreaming, and it didn't all make perfect sense. Exactly, exactly. It's like a combination. Yeah, of details. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you'd stop a priest if he was driving, like, <laughs> wouldn't you? But you wouldn't be able to see anything. I think I don't know, man. Who knows? Well, anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, we we can't talk about things we personally were lucky enough never to experience. Yes. Thank God. But I'm sure it, it's happened. But yeah, that is a very strange way to go about it. It's so public. But I mean, again, it's. But who knows? These things. Yeah, they, these things make, can happen. They're not uh, good decision makers in general, so they're probably <laughs> pedophiles or priests or both. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd say both. Priests both. who are pedophiles. Yes. Not every priest in general. Um, so they go to a party, uh, Lee's party. Yes. It's at Lee's house and, uh, Stu, 
is not happy, right? Mm-hmm. He freaks out at Abby. He, he somehow has found out that that Ray, quote unquote, slept with Ashley, which, which he didn't. didn't happen, I'm assuming which he didn't. He just suspects. Bad enough. Yeah, I agree. Because I think Ashley probably broke up with him. Probably. She did. And I do learn that she did. She She said my ex-boyfriend mentioned uh, Ray. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure if he found out it was from her. Yeah. They probably had an argument. She probably got angry at him for hiring Ray to follow her. And said something about them having sex, which they didn't. Yeah. Um, But he believes it, and he threatens to blackball the kids from every private school in the city. Yeah, so... uh... It's just, and uh, Abby which is, which is Abby's nightmare. She's super pissed. Yeah, because well, he actually tells her that Ray slept with Ashley. Yeah. Yes, and he tells the whole party. Yeah, <laughs> he tells everybody. And your then husband fucked my girlfriend. Ray breaks his hand in the pool table. Yeah, that was a crazy scene. Never seen anyone do that before. That was another great surprise. Yeah. I was oh, I, I cringed at that. He's yeah. like, not the face, not the face. And so he shoves his, his hand, hand into the corner pocket and just jams his wrist over the edge of the table. Yeah. And he's quite something. Beautiful crap. Uh, despite the fight, Ray begs Abby not to let Mickey back into their lives. Don't let the wolf in the gate. Yeah. Abby, Abby, whatever you think happened was ten times worse. And she should know all this. Was this a already. great line. Um, and like, did she reach out to you? And she just she doesn't answer. She says, You're "Sick." Yeah, you have a hole in your heart. Yeah, but she's super mad that about the Ashley thing. So I think that a lot of that is coming from. Yeah, but we do find out later that he has been writing to her. Yes. yes. Mickey has been writing, writing for quite which a is while. Super manipulative. And she's been writing back. Yeah. Which is different because, Very I mean, strange. someone can write you letters and letters and letters and you can be ignoring them. Yeah, they've been writing. And yeah. So they, we finally get the big family reunion scene. Uh, Mickey accuses Ray of setting him up mm-hmm. and uh, putting him in jail for whatever. We never get to find out what the charge was or why he's serving time. Sort of did. I assume it was drug related because it's. Stated in the finale later that uh, he was selling coke. Yes, but also robbing banks. Robbing banks, selling coke, and press, we but assume other stuff. he says he did the time. Do we ever know who yeah, Sean is? Yeah, I don't. That's one of the donut questions. No. Who is Sean? Because they, like, they mentioned another Sean in the finale who is the actor that they murdered. Yeah. And he says, I didn't come here to kill to Sean murder, uh, Walker. Sean Walker, to murder a Hollywood actor. Yeah, but I don't Oh, think I never caught that name, and I wondered if it could be, potentially be Ashley who he's talking about. No, it's a guy. She, she was still alive. That we never saw. But I don't think that could be the same Sean. That doesn't really make sense. The, the quote he says is like, I did 20 years for you. I took the rep for you and Ezra and Sean. Yeah. Stole half a million from Sully. Yes, well, that's what Ray accuses him of. He says, no, you stole Sully's money, and that's why you did the time, because you were hiding out. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think that's related to the actual crime he was convicted for. No. I think that's just something he actually did and was about to get murdered for. Which explains why uh, Mickey has this relationship with Sully and pulls him out at some point during the season from Boston to here. Right. Because he's not a local, for sure. Gotcha. But this is, that's the finale. Or, sorry, that's the pilot. Well, that's the end of the pilot. Well, in the finale. Uh, in the pilot, yeah, so they have the big family reunion. He accuses Ray of setting him up. Mm-hmm. He tells them, he tells them they killed the priest. Yeah. Or Mickey killed the priest. But we find out in the finale, it's not the right priest. I thought there was a couple of Different priests. Yeah, I think so. I assume that uh, they'd been molested by one or two. He did say, I killed the priest as soon as I got out. And then there was also Father Daniel O'Connor, which I don't even know. What I assumed had happened 
in the finale, one of the big threads is that uh, it comes out that at some point in the donut section, uh, they had murdered a priest. Likely in the last Seems step, like the last episode. episode. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> but what I assumed had happened there is... Because, I mean, they used to just shuffle priests. I, they probably still do it. But, like, if an accusation of molestation came up, there'd be, like, an in-house tribunal. And then they would shunt you off to a parish on the other we, side of the country. We yes. do learn that... He, that I think Bunchy got drunk and accidentally shot him. I don't think he accidentally it, shot it, They him. said it was an accident that well, he got drunk. I mean, and... He was probably threatening him with the gun yeah. drunk and did not mean, like, probably just wanted to get answers. And I feel like they were not molested by this priest. I feel like maybe they heard something. See, I don't think so. I To me, it was that Father O'Connor because was the it, one that molested him and Ray. Because there's a missing poster for Father O'Connor in the place, like, his church was in the town they're yeah, in. Yeah, because they I killed think, him and got rid of the body. But they, the, the priest they were molested by would not have been in L.A. That's my point, though, is that if Father O'Connor had been accused of anything, is they would have brought That's him what across I think. the country. But oh, I, th- I think there could have been more than one priest. out there from Boston. The, one that, the one that Mickey kills is out there in Boston, right? Mickey gets out of jail in, say, Boston. You're yes. right. Yeah, here. he isn't in California. You're right. He right. travels. We see him travel. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't even think about that. I want to talk quickly about Mickey's travel arrangements. Oh, that because breastfeeding the, oh, There's so much weird boob in this thing. It was so thing. pointless. Yeah, it was just Mickey on a plane creeping on a lady that was breastfeeding. And it was like... And it's a full... Like, she's... Like, the way it's shot, it's like one perfectly exposed breast and then the mouth of the baby is just over the nipple but you can see the whole thing and it's like he turns around and just like winks, winks. at her yeah. and she just kind of gives him a look like and then covers herself up whatever like go away you're yeah. disgusting she doesn't even look that creeped out she's just like ugh you're this guy again man. Yeah, yeah definitely um so uh there's gratuitous ugh anyways uh anything else we're missing in the pilot here well uh Mickey complains that because he pulled he killed the priest that people are after him and he's, he calls it Da Vinci Code shit. I thought that was funny. That was yeah. a great line. It's like, oh, you read a book in prison. And uh, <laughs> Ray is like, bullshit, the people that are after you are the people you stole money from and I'm not going to help protect you. Uh, green guy shows he, up. No, he says, like, all they need is your location, which is what I'm I'm going to give them. Yes. Yeah. Like, Ray says he will just give up his father. Yeah. Uh, the green man returns at Ashley's house and Ray beats him, I, I assume, to death. Yes, he does. He kills him. Okay. Oh really? I'm, well, yeah. He says he will kill him, and I'm I am one hundred percent sure he killed him. I agree him. with you. We don't see him die, but I don't think he gets out of that. No, can't see it go any other way. Which uh, really that makes that's the hardest criminal thing he does the whole episode. Like he pilot? straight up murders it's someone true. in cold blood. Then yes, if that's what happens, I assume that he just gave him a severe beating. I wouldn't say no. that in cold blood. Isn't when you murder someone in cold blood like when you do it for no reason? No, it's just, just it's like it's it's premeditated. Like he. He, there's nothing happening to him in the moment where he's like defending he's himself. He's not a, a threat. In a, his he, life's not in danger. Yeah, like he has, he has to he's get the bat and get in the car and drive over there and get yeah. inside and then beat the guy. Definitely. His, Mickey, his father, there was that one quote he just said, we've been over it a bunch of times, but he says, you set me up, you motherfucker. <laughs> to his own son. Yeah. And it was like, he, yeah. And so, then he uh, goes... Mickey and Bunchy go and snort a bunch of rails together. God damn it. Oh, Worst God. dad ever. He shows up at Ray's house and talks to Abby. He says, uh, Ray hates me. I don't know why. And I need to make it right. I'm an old man. Yeah. I need to make it right. And it's just like, you don't know why? Well, she, he's manipulating her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
So you everything he does, and of course she lets him right in. And, and I think he's been manipulating her for like maybe years. Yeah, who knows. who knows how long these letters have been going on for? The exactly. end of the pilot. Yeah, I was really disappointed in her that she made that decision. Yeah, she falls for it. Yeah, yeah, and she, she just she's falls on, for it. Yeah, yeah, and she doesn't seem like that naive. No, she doesn't. She yeah. seems like she should be she more street smart. She doesn't seem to have any kind of problem with what Ray does for a living. No. Yeah. And I like maybe she doesn't know. We'll talk she about that. Knows. Final well, scene. Well, oh, she, she does. She reminds me of Carmela Soprano. Yeah. You know, like although definitely, I don't think she's in the dark. Like I said, right in the pilot, she goes through his iPad and looks up who he's meeting. Mm-hmm. You and know? she clearly like, doesn't trust him. If. Carmella had done that. Tony probably would have killed her. Oh, she's not like pretty she would I mean, he wouldn't have killed her. He but she her, also but she also wouldn't. She knows the yeah. rules. Yeah. Yeah. Carmella would never have taken it outside the family. No. All right. Let's talk about the finale. Uh, it's called Same Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ray and Avi find Eddie on the run with Sully's money. Mickey gets kicked out of Bunchy's apartment. Later, Ray puts the word out that America's Most Wanted has been spotted in Santa Monica. Abby and the kids hide out at a swank Malibu resort. Ezra proposes to Deb. So we have... That's a that happened? That doesn't yeah. happen. They discuss that. the engagement. Oh. doesn't happen doesn't, on screen. No. Yeah. That's a bad... That's, that's a bad That's really story. strange. Uh, so the number... We got about, I think, four important new characters in this episode. Yes. Really only uh, two of them matter. Tiny. Eddie. Eddie and Tiny. Eddie and, and Tiny, who are henchmen to Sully, Sully. which is James Woods. Yes. Oh, yeah, I meant to yes. say Sully. The biggest surprise. I was yeah. thrilled. Yeah, he was great in this. So sketchy and weird and uh, and funny, but mean. Just scary. Like, he, uh, the first we see of him, he's in the park. He talks to a homeless man. He tries to buy his ID because he sort of looks alike. Yeah. Uh, they go into the bathroom. The homeless guy tries to rob him, and he slits his throat. Yep. Oh, and that's, oh, Sully basically, he backs him into a stall, and we thankfully don't see him knifing him. Yeah, but, but he then mentions cuts. later that he split his throat. I know? thought he stabbed him a bunch of times. And that's then he what said I heard. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> that's what I heard, yeah, and then he Probably. said he slit his throat, and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah did also, both. Did both. great directing choice right there, because it cuts from this guy getting stabbed to a turkey on TV being yes. cooked. Oh, and I was like, oh, he sliced no. him up like a turkey. I get it. <laughs> and then when he gets back to the hotel room where he's hiding out, he finds out Eddie has uh, either escaped mm-hmm. or Tiny let him leave. It sounds him. like Tiny just let him go. He's like, money. hey, he left. He left. He just took one bag. It's a, it's a classic trio where you got the psycho guy, the big kind of dumb guy, and then this little sort of Weasley guy. Yes. But then you also, you don't know what's happening with the relationship between Eddie and Sully because he was going to get Eddie to go pick up shoes for him at the mall. Yeah. Yes. So well, it I, seems like he's part of their gang. Yeah, I thought I thought they were like a prisoner. At first I thought they were partners, Eddie and Sully, but then I'm like, oh maybe Sully is the head guy. Yeah. Sully's definitely the most intimidating guy. And I got the feeling like from Tiny's dialogue, we get that Tiny's a little scared of him, but oh, Sully completely is kind of like getting crazier Very and crazier. Of him, and crazier. Yeah. And like even in that scene we see that He's less concerned about Eddie escaping with a million dollars than he is about how he needs new sneakers because mm-hmm. his shoes have blood on them. So who brought uh, who brought Sully out? It was it. It must have been Mickey, huh? or was it Ray? Well, I don't see that it would be Mickey because we find out in the pilot that Mickey stole money from him. But by the end of the finale, they seem to be working together. Yeah, but I think that's sort of desperate times kind of a thing. But we don't know that for sure. I don't Probably. think I. I'm not sure that happened before we see it happen. I, the the again, relationship between Mickey and Sully, yeah. the reunion. I think yeah. it it's did a, because Sully seemed to completely trust Mickey. Right. Yeah, they that's, seemed that back was on the, the thing same for me. Especially if he came out there to murder Sean Walker. 
which, as we know, was suggested was part of the original scam that might have been behind the reason he went away in the first place. Right. I assumed that, uh, well, I thought that one possibility would be that Mickey puts the blame on Sean or the blame is revealed to be on Sean, which gives a reason for Sully to come out to deal with this guy and to get some of their money back. Right. right. But Sully is still the FBI's most wanted. Yes, because mm-hmm. he's Man. a crazy yeah, that's psycho. Another uh, character we get in this episode that was in the pilot is the FBI agent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's implied by this FBI agent that... Uh, Another agent has been killed. Yeah, he said. I think he said his name was Van. Van was a good agent. Yeah. And Ezra is implying, or not Ezra, sorry, the FBI agent, I think his name is Frank. Yes. Is implying I Frank somewhere. that Ray uh, is responsible for this agent's death, and Ray is saying, no, I don't leave evidence. Mm-hmm. So maybe some kind of setup. A setup, or it could just be. Did Sully kill the FBI agent? I think it's probably Sully. But like the this Frank seems to know that it probably wasn't Ray because Frank ends up giving Ray an extra twelve hours to yes. bring this thing to a conclusion to find Sully because uh, which we also find out in the finale uh, Frank has hired Ray and his team mm-hmm. to track Sully down yeah so Frank yes Frank the, the episode agent. is split between yeah. Ray and his guys trying to find him and Sully and. Uh, Tiny hiding out. Yes. So Ray and Avi are chasing Eddie. He gets hit by a car. Oh, that was great. Uh, they get the money back, but he only has half the money on him. Uh-huh. And they lean on him physically, literally, yeah. until he tells them where Tiny can be found. After he was hit by a car. Yeah. yeah. So they're pretending to help him. I've seen that scene. Oh, he knows CPR. In, he knows uh, CPR. Yeah. They do it a lot in burn notice where yeah. um, they pretend they're helping the person, but they're actually torturing them. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as uh, the ambulance shows up, they take the back and leave. Yes. Uh, we so they and they also find out that they can find Tiny at a particular all you can eat buffet, but they have yeah. to go through all the all you can eat buffets to figure out which one is the right one. So Lena uh, is put on that. Yes, and she does a great job of figuring out where the man eats. There's yeah. a great scene there. We didn't they're... get to see um, that much of Lena, but I really no, liked we her. Didn't. I thought she was super cool. She I... was. Uh, Played by Catherine uh, Monig. She, I think, was on The L Word for yes, years. Exactly. That was like her star turn. I'm Sorry, a, go ahead. I don't, I don't, oh, no, I don't. Her and Avi are, are both nice, but I mean, they're really only there to, to accomplish things for Ray. Yeah. I, I think, think we'd, Frank. See, uh, we'd see more of them. In, He's in the, the, the Frank. In the Frank is, I thought we met him for the first time on the boat, but it's the same guy we meet in the office. Yes. In Lee's yeah. office earlier yes. on. That's how I I didn't even realize yes. that till just now. Yeah, no, definitely. And they it's where Ray Ray Frank goes to him and is accusing him of the murder, and he bribes him for twelve more hours. Yes. He bribes Frank exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we were just talking about. Yes, uh, Bunchy and Terry have a conversation. That's when we find out that the priest is dead, and uh, Bunchy says that he doesn't feel guilty about it. And he's finally moving home. He's going to move out of the gym and back into his apartment. He wants to live like an adult. We also find out there that he only shot Father Daniel, but Ray had to come and actually kill him. Yeah, Yeah. which is sad for everybody I don't think Ray had to kill him. I think Ray ended up killing him, probably because I, I think that that's... The guy that molested him. I agree, and, and I, think I think that that's, that's where he it came told out. His brothers, yeah. I don't think, think that he told him. To him. I think he killed the priest be- like before the priest could say anything. But they know. I think they found out from this conversation, though. 
like I think they I don't I don't think they knew up until say the last forty eight hours. I, yes, it happens before the finale, though. Yeah, oh yeah, it happens before the finale. I'd say also yeah. in the last episode. So, uh, Abby and the kids are at this fancy hotel. Yeah. Uh, she is super depressed. She won't get out of bed, which mm-hmm. was hard to watch. Uh, why do we think they're hiding out? Do you think Ray uh, thinks Sully is a threat to them? Yes, I do. Because it didn't, it seemed like everybody knew where they were. <laughs> it's like, it Did- wasn't that hard to find them. So if Sully really wanted to find them, I feel like that wasn't a good strategy. None of them seem to know why they were at the no, hotel. No, they don't seem to understand it either. Also, Abby and Ray don't seem to be together anymore. No. Well, I th- I think they were. T- I feel. I it felt to me like Abby had asked him to move out for a little while to yeah. get a break. But mm-hmm. I think that the reason they were at the hotel. Abby and the kids is because of that dangerous situation. It's danger. Right? I think it out. is danger. Yeah, yes. they've gone to ground. The danger of Sully. The danger of not Sully. Not a, a third d- danger. That no. We no, 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 no. Just, just that. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess Mickey would be the third danger. And it finally, like we TV donut wise, we know that in the first episode he says, "Don't let the wolf in the gate, Abby." So as soon as he said that, I knew that she was going to let him in. Yeah. Yes. And then in the last episode, she goes, well, "You're she the wolf." Him- yeah. You're the wolf at the gate. And Ray, so that like, was amazing. Ray was right. Duh. Ray yeah. was right. But that is after, yeah, he gives a big speech about, like, you know, the getting less. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh. It happens to everybody. Yeah, he's a real. Uh, Bunchy again mentions in the finale, which he said in the pilot, that he's a sexual anorexic. Yes. I thought that was, again, another storyline where it's like that's something people generally don't talk about, mm-hmm. where he has chosen to just not have sex because he has so many issues with what's happened to him that he can't. He can't go there, I guess. And I thought, because he mentions it in the pilot as well. This he is does. A, another donut thing on my list here is I thought uh, he's got this self-help book in the pilot, and that's where he comes across this term, sexual anorexic. Yes. So it sounds like, okay, here's him starting to deal with it. And then I think he backslides and towards the And I feel the like the book was called How to Talk to Your Man About M- Molestation. Like, I first, I first thought was like, Oh, is he gay? Like, no, it's implied he's but I think it's someone. like that book is for the lady to read. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Like, uh, he's like, because it'd be cool if he was into dudes. That's fine. But yeah, I yeah. was it didn't seem that way. No. And then the book title confused me. But then I thought, okay, so maybe it's it, it was just a weird book title. It was unusual, yeah. especially for him to be reading alone. But definitely. So he uh, he goes home. He's throwing out all of Mickey's porn, which I thought was. Uh, a hilarious thing to do. Um, and finally, he kicks his dad out. When he tells his dad to leave, his dad, uh, Mickey, makes a reference about, like, oh, don't burn down the apartment. <laughs> Which sort of seemed like he was implying, like, it happened. He had burned something down in the past. And with the, the response he got from Bunchy, I think that was. Yeah. It so definitely happened. Do you think another apartment or did it happen within the donut or earlier on? Yeah, I think it happened think it... maybe when they were younger. I don't know. To me, it felt like it was a, like since he's been back because he did have lots of money and maybe he blew it on an apartment or bought something and or burned a house it down. Or that's a, a yeah, great I was trying to think like uh. that's the only mention of it. We don't get to find out, but I think it's something bad that's happened in the meantime. In the meantime, Bunchy again is saying. Um, to Mickey, like, you're a bad influence. So much bad shit has happened since you came here. Yeah. Like, you're making things 
worse. Again, I mean, it comes back to how much time has passed. Yeah, but in Bunchy's life, I mean, he is a bad influence. We see him give him drugs. We see him give him alcohol. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care about the molestation. He didn't care at the time. Maybe yeah. he cares now, but there's no way to tell whether he's being manipulative or trying to get into his kid's life. Ugh. I just assume it's the manipulation. I feel like, oh, we forgot to mention the scene where Sully beats Tiny with the shoe covered in blood. That was horrible. Oh my gosh. And then he cowers in the corner because he's terrified. Oh man. It's so hard to see like large men like not defend themselves. Yeah. Because it's like you know he could just like kick the crap out of him but he knows he'll get killed. Well Sully is also so bipolar that uh, he beats him with the shoe and then immediately after he's like ah whatever I'm gonna take you. We're going to the Maldives. We're going to the Maldives together. He's like oh you're still taking me. I don't want to make new friends. The Maldovians. Yeah. Yeah, Hilarious. I Um, like him. I wish he'd been around longer. Well he probably was. We'll go backwards. Yes true. Terry is upset about the murder because he lied to his wife about what happened. Mm-hmm. I guess we I feel find... like that's never happened before. Maybe that's something in their relationship Hold that's on. just going to ruin... Wait, was that his wife his or wife? his girlfriend? Francis. Oh, Francis. I didn't realize they were married. I thought they were oh, just Oh, maybe dating. they're not married. I, I don't think they're. Know. I think it's a new thing. Maybe. I think it's an old thing. No, because at one point, uh, Ray says, you know, you may have to let go of this one. But that's when she, she's talking about the quote-unquote the nurse. Also... So I was like, is that a different woman? Is he also no, no. cheating on Francis? Francis I... is a nurse, and I believe... That she came to the site after... She knows they shot the priest. She knows that she shot... She was there. She already she, knew. She yeah. knew. But she I think walked that they, in or was there in the first place. I think they forced her out. Yes. She doesn't know what happened after that. After Before Ray showed up. Right. Well, yeah. Also, so, neither of them have rings. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I would buy that. Because I was confused about the nurse line. And I wanted to talk about that. But that would make sense if she's just someone he's started to date in the interim because we didn't see her in the pilot she wasn't mentioned she's new um so yeah i think you're right i think you definitely uh saw that one the right way do you think do you think they met over treatment for his parkinson's uh yeah maybe that's entirely possible their scene together was really intense it was super intense he just flips out because she's asking him question after question the acting again was so amazing a second i thought she was wearing a wire because she was asking all the like specific questions did you kill him Mm -hmm. where is the body yeah that kind of stuff i don't think she was but the questions were very like they're pointed incriminating (laughs) um so yeah, they end up, and he basically says, listen, my family, we're loyal to each other. I'm going to defend them and protect them no matter what they do. And if that's a problem, that's a problem. And, and she, she says, says, it's a problem. Yeah. And that's kind of the end for them, right? That's, I, I for a second thought she was pregnant, but I think it was just the weird sweater she was wearing. Well, and then she, she walks out and is like, what, what, what am I supposed to do with this information? He just says, whatever you have to. Yeah, and I think... He, it's so strange. Like he, he. I don't think he feels bad that the priest got killed, but he feels bad that he couldn't tell her the truth about it. Yeah. And so he sort of put her in the position of like, well, if you're going to tell, you're going to tell, because mm-hmm. he basically admitted it. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't say what body. He says like we got rid of the body. He doesn't say where the body is. So but clearly, he she knows says they got rid of it. Which body he's referring to? Yeah. Okay. Well, that explains that. Thank you very much. Uh, so Mickey shows up at the hotel and drags Abby out of bed. 
oh no, he he lies gets, next to her. Gets and into takes bed a little with nap. her and falls asleep. Falls asleep and she wakes up like super close to his face and freaks out. Oh, yeah. As you would, so. you would. If your father-in-law was in bed with you. And Especially if your father-in-law was a man like Mickey. John Voight. He says, uh, does that pull out? Referring to the couch. He is desperately trying to find a place to live. Yeah. Which I really liked. I liked his whole going from house to house looking for a He seemed like such a non-threat in this episode to me. Like, compared to the first episode, like, I was afraid for for Abby and the children. Like, something could potentially happen to them. Now, I just feel like he's... He feels much more like a desperate ex-con. Yeah. 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 He's, he's quite pathetic. And I wonder if we got to see any in the interim of him struggling to readjust. That's, because yeah. 20 years in jail... Is a huge change. It's a. It's. I. I just started watching this other show called Rectify, and it's about a man who was, um, convicted for something he didn't do, and he's just getting out of jail after twenty years. And it's just like it's so much has changed with how the world works in twenty yeah. years, and going from having no control over your own decisions or where you are or what you do to like being able to do anything you want anytime you want. I think it's crazy adjustment so i'd be really interested to see if mickey gets to go through that or if he's just thrown back into like and we're killing people now (laughs) well he does get immediately back into criminal enterprise yeah because that's what his family does they're thugs Um, that's what they do ray finds tiny at the all-you-can-eat buffet that was again another amazing scene tough scene it was so great though how it started too the the little the man, the proprietor the of the restaurant, the watching the Tiny restaurant. getting ready yeah. to For be the, the first person in line at this buffet. He's waiting in line before this place even opens. They're both watching the clock, or both he, the he's watching the clock. No, yeah, they are both watching because he doesn't want to let him in a second before he has to. No, it's clear he's going to eat yeah. all the food. And and it's just, uh, to me it's sad. Like again, yes, yeah, an incredible scene. Again, something that people like that deal with on a daily basis, and something I would never want to have to go through no. and it's just like so upsetting because tiny is a good dude like he he's is, pretty likable i liked him and to have to like every single day just eat and eat and eat until you feel better like i just oh god it would make me so miserable so they have the conversation about sully ray's basically trying to convince him to give sully up that sully uh is not gonna take tiny to the maldives he's mm-hmm. probably going to get rid of him no they have that conversation about Sean Walker, this actor they may or may not have killed together. There's also, like, the sentence, you have another million that belongs to me. Yes. Oh, they have the other bag of money, I The think. other bag. Yes. The, yeah. There was, yeah. Tiny asks if he can come work for Ray. I thought that was really adorable. <laughs> that was cute. He, was. he doesn't want to go to the And Maldives. does he? I don't know. Ray doesn't seem like the caretaker type, but I wonder if we do get to have him in season two. But it's at the end scene, it was so weird to me. I wasn't sure where Tiny's loyalties... I don't Were? think he knew that was going to happen. I don't think so Otherwise, either because his partner did get shot. And they threw him in the water. Yeah. Which, but he didn't kill him. No. I, for, I at first, I turned wide. I thought he got shot too. I think they like him. They do. Was yeah. about, they let him go. It's like, go, you were never here. Yeah. <laughs> well, heck, they, like, they would have let Sully go too if he'd just taken the de- Well, the FBI, no, no, the FBI agent, FBI wouldn't. agent wouldn't have let him go, but... And so I think it was Ray was going behind the agent's back. Similar to the pilot where I think Ray was doing like a win-win thing here. Yeah. Ray was like, well, I will, I'll think, make everyone think they're getting what they want and it'll just solve all my problems with one big swoop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they offer Sully a deal, basically, like, give me the money back and I'll get Half you to- the money. 
Well, he or wait, has that the other was... half money because they got from Eddie. But wouldn't he get? Wouldn't he get? They get to keep half a 50, million. 50? I, don't I think, think that so. was the original deal that Maybe. he when he was talking to Tiny, like give bring in this deal, like I'll let you keep half half a million mm-hmm. for so that you can get away. But then I don't know if that got negotiated down once he accepted right. the deal. I, I thought it was because the new deal also involved getting Sully passports, yeah, and passports out of the country. I think that was part of the first deal as well. He I would might... get him out of the country with the passports and everything. Yeah. And so they agreed to get him to Mexico and then get them from Mexico to the Maldives. I missed this. Did this happen? Like, after the scene where where Sully sees himself on the TV with the... Amazing scene. The great scene. scene. Yeah, that was another great scene. Uh, an unsettling scene. Sully and Tiny are playing cards in their motel room as the maid changes their sheets. And on the TV comes a report on The Sully. FBI's most wanted. He's been Patrick. spotted in Santa Monica. Keep an eye out for him. The maid clearly sees that it's him, and she's terrified, as you would be. I was thinking, like, what would you do? I think I would honestly try to I would run s- out as fast as possible. And yell or something, I anything. she was trying to act like, you she know, didn't I know. don't, like, act like this... She a actually, problem, yeah. he might let me go. Yeah. But she's a terror, she's she's very clearly... Terrified. Terrified. Yeah. So he, but she keeps making the bet, right? Like, she's trying to sort of hope that if she doesn't point it out, he'll just let her go, assuming, like, she's not going to say anything. Which, of course, she is going to call the police as soon as she gets out of that room. But he almost kills her, and fortunately for her, one of her co-workers yells from outside. Which he would have killed as well, in um, reality. Or was I it don't eyes outside? Yeah. Tougher to get them tougher to get the other one into the room. I think they it would is, have it would have created too much of a of a scene. scene and even if they from... kill that other maid, then they still have to flee. Because then True. they got two they, bodies. They, they in do a hotel have room. to run away immediately. Yeah, you can't just live with the dead maids. And that's, still, exactly. <laughs> that's not gonna work out very one under well each either. No. And that's why they have to that's why they end up accepting the deal, isn't it? Yes. Well yes. originally he says he won't take the deal. His plan is to get plastic surgery so they can't find him. Yeah, like, get a new face. Now I can get a new face. But then yeah, the situation with the maid happens and but they, I think they are out of options. Do we see a scene between this one and the one at the docks where they talk about it? Because no. I think I missed it. Just I don't on the think phone. So. And so I wonder if their their negotiate the deal would have been renegotiated. Yeah, a lot of things happen really quickly. Mickey uh, calls Ray and asks him to give him ten minutes and he'll he promises to leave forever. Uh, Ray goes to Ezra because the Sully situation is out of control, and we find out, like we said, she has a baby. They have a baby. Yes. They're also engaged, and then Ezra flippantly says, a wife can't testify against yeah. her husband. Like, that's why he's marrying her. So, that was rough, and her face was just like, oh, God, you're the worst. <laughs> uh, he says, Sully knows everything. Sully knows everything. And Another reason that he has to go. Yeah, Ray wants to put the bulletin out to the press. That's what the conversation is about, and... Uh, Ezra doesn't want to do that, and Ray is like, "Well, what's the plan then?" And Ezra's like, "I hire you to come up with the plan." Well, I think they said that war- that that Sully has nineteen murder warrants out against him. Wow! So getting rid of Sully really solves a lot of their problems. Yeah, even, problems we didn't even see that existed. Definitely. Uh, daughter Bridget kind of melts down with Lena. She cries about everything that's going on with the family. She mentions that. 
Uh, she was dating a guy named Marvin mm-hmm. who quote-unquote roughed her up a bit. Yeah. Just a bit. And then Ray tried to kill him. But she says that it was Ray being racist, yes. which implies that Marvin is... Uh, I think she says he's assuming uh, uh, Arab or... No, it was something Persian. Something like Middle I thought, Eastern. I oh, think. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I didn't write it down, but it wasn't it wasn't African American. It was also uh, Bridget is reading Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. Oh, in this was episode, she? Just I didn't in even case, that. just in case we didn't realize, she's a thoughtful team, not did. a party team. I love that book; it's great. <laughs> uh, Lena kind of gives a bit of her backstory, talking about Ray and saying that um, she's got anger issues, that she beat someone very badly, mm-hmm. and that Ray basically saved, saved her by bailing her out and giving her a job. What do you think that beating was about? Like. Girlfriend, girlfriend, or like a girl who stole her girlfriend, maybe. Probably something. Probably something like that. It could have also just been a random bar fight. A random bar could fight. Have been just any anger, anger. But issues. she but owes Ray. Ray. Yeah. Well, she maybe says, not anymore. Um, but well, she she tells her like maybe look at him in a different way. He's not a bad dad. I know what a bad dad is, and mm-hmm. you don't have one. She says, to yeah. him. which was an interesting quote. I thought, yeah. yeah, I know bad dads, and and he's not one. So he's what did her dad do to her? Yeah, nothing right? good. Nothing good. Uh, Abby wants Ray home. She calls and leaves him a message saying it was a quite touching yeah, voicemail. We, we only get to hear part of it. Well, we hear more of it scene. at the end. Uh, she says we don't have to even talk. So, to me, I think maybe... At first, I thought he was gone because maybe there had been some more infidelity issues. Mm. But now, I think it's that he won't tell them he, he why wa- they can't go home. I also think they have not been in contact. Like, he doesn't know where they are. I, I don't know if he knows. He must know. He knows where, where they are. He tells Lena to go there. I think he's he the t- one that put them into the hotel. Yeah, I think he definitely knows where they are. I and think then, they but she says, like, her. the one by the beach... Which was a weird line to me. It was yeah. like, can you go check on them at the hotel? And she's like, the one at the beach or something like that. I'm like, why? Right. Is, why? Why? Yeah. That right. was really strange. I agree. Um, so, Mick and Ray yeah. have a heart-to-heart. I they thought do. this was an incredible scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mick says he's worried about Ray. Um, oh, and I feel like if we had watched this the whole season, this would have been a scene we've been waiting for it's the for moment, a long definitely. time. And they both really killed it, I thought. They did. Um, Mick is, he wants to know why Ray tried to have him killed. So I wonder, like, did he put a hit on him while he was in jail? Or has that been since he's gotten out? I think it might have been Sully. I think that might have been part of the reason Sully came out. To kill Mick? Especially especially if they have this old beef going on with some money or an old scam or whatever. Definitely. That could have been, but then Mickey, being charming and kind of cunning... Flips him. Turned it. Turns it for him. Yeah. Well, Ray does, he gives the list. Uh, This is, you know, Terry. And then we find out that Mickey was the one that kind of pushed him into fighting and that kept him fighting even when he wasn't doing well. Too many punches. And it wasn't just that. It was like one fight. I think it was one fight. Terry was getting just beaten and he's like, I thought you could get out of it. I thought you could fight your way out of that one. And Mickey was just like, no, he will keep going. Maybe he was his coach. Oh, probably his trainer. Yeah. There's photos and it, in the and gym. And it was probably for money, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. for money. It was, so it was like, probably no, no, a scam. No, but uh, there's photos in the gym of Mickey, like, in a trainer's outfit okay. with them, like, gotcha. between them. And, yeah. Well, that's why, like, it really felt like it was his gym. That's why I was kind of confused about, or maybe they just opened another one, or maybe he always had one 
in, in LA and Boston, and that's like his plan to move out to California. And the kids, anyway, who knows? Maybe when he went to jail, they got the gym. Uh, he mentions Bridget committing suicide. He says, you know, while mom was dying, you were off with Claudette. Oh, and he says, like, uh, Mickey says, well, they had it rough. You know, those guys needed yes. help. They they he needed me more Bray than you guys did. wants to know did. why why Mickey Gate didn't give them the money. Did he give what, the money, the half the million? Did he give it I to guess. Claudette? It must be the money that he stole. They stole from Yeah, and I, that's Sully. The, the gist I got was that, yes, he gave it to Claudette and Daryl and not to the boys. I did the, think the Which same. Which is insane, and, considering he knew at that point that his kid was being molested. And that his mom was dead. I know, right? It makes no sense. And, yeah, Mick says, well, I knew you'd take care of the others. Which, to me, that doesn't make any sense to me. Even from Mick's perspective. Terrible parenting. No. I think he it, also I think like that's the, he also quotes that in this scene is like he says you are you're my favorite Ray you're always were and we're the same yes which is a horrible line I think that must have like really really upset Ray to yeah hear, like you know we're one of a kind I thought it was another manipulation uh, he says you're my favorite too. yeah you're my yeah. favorite yeah. we're yeah. the exact same so that is when we get the pivotal moment why we find out why. Ray hates his father so much and why he tried to have him killed, why he let him do 20 years in jail for something he supposedly did, is because he went to his father and told him. Uh, The the first time he was molested. First time he was molested. And his, Mickey called him a liar and gave him a beating. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, he says, you know, he kept after me and he kept after me. And then he went after Bunchy. Yeah. And he said, you know, you've been dead to me since that day. Since I was 10 years old. Since I was 10. And I told you what happened to me. And you did nothing. And rightfully so. And then he's like, I'm, I'm truly sorry from the bottom of my heart. And he just responds, there's no forgiveness for you, you prick. Yeah, get out. Get the fuck out of and here. And then, even by the very end of the episode, Mick is like, well, I saved your life. We're even now. And it's like, no! There's no now. way to make that even. And Ray still wants him to leave. Yes! Right there. Absolutely. Okay, here, there was a weird scene with Bunchy and the kid on the bike. Did you guys get what that was trying to do? Uh, I'm assuming... I it was, was outside the church. It was outside the church, which explains why Bunchy was there, but what was the significance? Bunchy crosses the street and, like, talks to a random kid about yeah, this unusual bike. bike. And yeah. it's implied the kid stole the bike... But where was the yeah. bike from? He Why does Bunchy quote, unquote, care? Found it. He yeah. found it. Um, he's like, yeah, I didn't steal it. I, I found it. Or, uh, yeah, I just, I just didn't understand. Maybe I didn't it's something either. that's happened before with this kid that it was just kind of resolving the storyline or something. But it seemed very out of place to me. I, you know what I was thinking? Um, what if the kid had received it? Because this kid is in the area of the church where this mol- molesting father, Faniel Day right. O'Connor, is implied to be from. Gift from the priest. Gift from the quiet. pervert. What if Bunchy had also received a, some gifts as a kid and yeah, was like, I cool see Because the kid was very uncomfortable and he was like, I didn't steal it. Yeah. I didn't steal it. Yeah. No, I, that's a good one. That I is. I think that might be right for sure. Father Daniel O'Connor. That's why. molesting these kids, but I don't think he was molesting them. That's what I will say. Well, we're going to have to watch because, yeah, so you think it was the, no, I think it was the, no. I'm, I think He was wrong. old. I think it's the priest that molested them for sure. I think Piers is right. He was moved to a local chapter, and perhaps they do find out it's happening again, right? And mm-hmm. that's what kind of... But maybe yeah, Bunchy just is hammered and runs into him and is like, what are you doing here? Like, my father said you were dead. Yeah. yeah. Bunchy is also like, he's damaged, so it's hard to follow 
yeah. why he does anything. He's got his own in, in tier, inner logic going yeah. on. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to watch the other episodes and find out what the real answers are. Me too. Uh, Ray and Avi are sitting around there waiting for Sully to show up, and for like the dozenth time in this episode, Ari, like, Avi, Avi sorry. Ex Massad. Uh, is worried about Abby and Ray's relationship. Yeah. Like, why do you think he's so obsessed with him, like, calling Abby and them getting back together? Like, I found that super... Like, is he just, like, a good friend that I wants that to is. work out? Or is it, like, he knows something that Ray doesn't know? I, they, they seem to be pretty close. I yes. Think, I they're, think, like, besties, it they're, seems. they're besties. Um, but I do feel but in he both... he mentions it so many times. It's like, have you called Abby yet? Have you talked to Abby yet? Like... And obviously, Ray's not receptive. Like, he's just like, shut up. I felt like this was a conversation that was happening just to, like, it was coverage that they felt needed to happen in the story. Yeah. And this was the most, this was so the place where there was the gap Ray to fill it. Ray was involved in the storyline involving his family because physically he's not. Exactly. There's them. no interaction really between them. Okay. Oh. So they're waiting for Sully to show up. When he does, uh, Mick is with them. And he's decided he's going to go along for the ride to the Maldives because he's no longer welcome. He finally took the with hint. any of his children. Uh, they are asking Ray, like, is this a setup? Or, like, is something going wrong here? And then Sully shoots Avi. Yes. Yeah, just basically, to, like, let's get this moving. Gut shot. Well, he's just like, that was to prove you shouldn't fuck with me. And or, he or drops to the ground. And it we're was so unclear, sad. Very unclear if he's dead. I thought for sure he was dead. Uh, I, I had a feeling he would survive that just because he didn't get shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, generally, some if it's a, like a body shot, then it's like they'll end up in the hospital or whatever, but they'll be okay. But then again, it's like, how long is he going to lie there bleeding? Yeah. You never know. He does say like he's got broken ribs and a punctured lung and, yeah. and it's not great. But yeah. I just have to point out this, there was in this scene, something happened, which is one of my largest pet peeves okay. when watching TV. Okay. Um, Sully tells Mick to grab the bags and he picks up two suitcases and those suitcases are empty. Oh, like clearly. You can tell oh, yeah. when people <laughs> they just like fly up pick off the up bags that have nothing in them, and the other one is when they drink from covered coffee cups mm-hmm. that have no nothing, nothing liquid. Like, please, if you're out there and you're making a television show, I know it's annoying. It's annoying to carry heavy suitcases. It's annoying to deal with liquids, but it looks so fake, and it just pulls me right out. And I'm just like, he just yanks up that huge suitcase, like he's uh, like gonna fly away with it. Yeah. See, <laughs> you're leaving forever. The coffee Your bag cup thing is heavy. The coffee cup thing I know, but now I'm going to be looking for suitcases all the time. Now. All Thank the time. you. I'm so sorry, but it just makes me it's, so crazy. It's just a little thing. They could easily put like two bricks in there. So yeah, like, anything. It has a little bit of a, like you can see sure. when people lift up empty bags. The it's thing like, that it's drives like me crazy is when people fire guns and it's like completely still. Oh, there's no recoil? Nothing. Oh, like, yeah, they don't react Or hanging it. up a phone without saying goodbye or anything. Or like well, there's no end to a conversation. I, I don't mean this is going to be yeah, like, no, it's and true. I'll talk to you later. I mean like. Yeah. Like a natural end to it. They're just yeah. like mid sentence. Well, or... the other thing too is like the noises that cell phones make that cell phones don't make. Oh, yeah. Like dial tones. Yeah. <laughs> or when somebody picks, like a director will pick the strangest texting noise from the list. Yes. Like nobody uses bamboo. It's, Who's using bamboo? It's, anyway, <laughs> I just, I had to get that out there because it yeah. really makes me crazy. So we find Frank on the boat, who uh, is, that's a surprise, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sully is not expecting to find the FBI agent that's hunting him. 
waiting on his escape boat. What I want to know is, like, Sully seems surprised yeah. this yes. is happening, right? Um, but he doesn't seem to think that Ray set him up at any point. Well, I don't think he... I mean, there's not a lot of time to do that. Ray has a gun to his head, right, And at this point, right? Yeah, it immediately and turns into a Mexican standoff. Ray doesn't seem to know that he was going to be there either. Or did he? No, I know. think Ray no. does know he was there. I think that he was Ray there. Ray knew that Frank was going to be there. But really? Ray did, I don't think Ray thought he, that Ray was going to be there. I think Ray thought, I'll give you the passports, you'll go to the boat, my involvement is done. I feel like Ray, or Frank thinks Ray is coming to meet him. Mm. I don't think he knows that he's bringing Sully and Tiny and Mick with him. Yeah. Uh, or that, like, it might be like, okay, well, I'm going to bring Sully down and we can, you know, dump him in the, the ocean or whatever, the two of us. But Ray doesn't have the upper hand. No. What I want to know is, how did he not hear that shot? Why didn't he get out of the boat to get yes, it? he's an FBI agent. Uh, like, see, that gunshot was for miles. Yeah, I assume that he knew what was happening, like that Ray <laughs> but I don't had contacted him. But why is he there then? I don't know. Why no, is I he at the boat? I think he knows, like I said, I think he thinks... That Ray was bringing Sully to him, mm. but then when they get to him, Ray is being held at gunpoint ah, I see what by you're okay. Sully and, and Tiny. Tiny and Mick. Right? Yeah. So Mick takes the FBI agent's gun, and then we think, "Oh no!" Like this is the end for Ray. But mm-hmm. Mick turns around and shoots Sully in the head. I mm-hmm. was expecting that to happen. Were you? Yeah, I wasn't because I, I didn't. I, didn't... I wasn't shocked by it. But I wasn't expecting it to happen. Well, this whole... St- I feel like this whole show is about redemption. I think so. Right? That's like an overarching theme. Family. I feel like Mickey trying to make redemption, whether or not it's honest. Yeah. And so he had to. He, he had did. He had to do something for his son here. I think it's extremely clear that he doesn't want to go anywhere. Oh, no. He's also he wants super to stay. He's going from house to house trying to find somewhere to live. So, yeah, I don't... I think... Well, and I, I'm assuming, like, parole-wise, where can he go? Well, if they're disappearing to the Maldives, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Parole, but I think that if that had been the option he wanted, he would have taken it. Yeah. I don't think would've. that was all about redemption. I still think it's all about, like, what he thinks he wants. I mean, he does, I think he wants his kids to forgive him. I think, yeah, and I feel like maybe later on in the show, maybe it could become more genuine. Yeah. And there was that scene, too, when he was talking to Abby, where he says he loves his grandchildren. Yeah. Where I did feel like that was honest. And she's just like, why don't you love your own kids? Yeah. And, and again, I think that's a common experience when when you grow up with a very difficult parent or a parent that's kind of emotionally abusive, and then once they're in their sixties or seventies and start to see maybe the things they should have done differently, and the grandkids are just like, "Oh, this is my second chance to be a good person." Yeah, yeah they it's like it doesn't take away all the horrible things that you did. But it's to a your start, own kids. It's yeah, a start. Definitely. They let so. Tiny go after they shove him in the water. They pull him out again. Good. Because uh, yeah. Tiny's a great guy and he deserves it. And we all love Tiny. <laughs> yes. Well, he leaves it up to the FBI agent. Ray leaves it up to the FBI agent. The FBI yep. agent lets him go. He's like, go, you were never here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Ray also shoots the FBI agent in the arm so that it won't look yeah. like... A little flesh wound. Yeah. So it's, it's a setup to make it look like uh, Frank shot Sully and Sully shot Frank. Yeah. But Frank made it out. Then they, so he gets his case, Sully's dead, and they get to keep the money. Yes. Everyone's happy. It's Everybody. a beautiful turnout. Yes. And uh, like I said, Mick says, you know, I saved your life, now we're even. And as you said, Ray gives him a stack of bills and says, you know what, just go away. Leave me alone. I don't, 
uh, Mick accuses Ray of clinging to the past. Yes. Like you I, have to let go. I don't think he does. I mean, it might be better for him. If he he does. does need to deal with the past. Yes. Like, cause especially once we find out what's happened to him, yeah. he has bottled this all up and yes, he is yes. just an angry little rock. This yeah, moment. I agree with that. Uh, he gets a message from Abby to come home, uh, not home, but to the hotel because yeah. that's where they are. Uh, and then Mick shows up at the gym and yeah, because he's got nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, asks if the cot is still there that Bunch has been sleeping on. So I guess he's moving into yep. the gym. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, sits around and drinks with his three sons and and a random guy who works at the gym. It seems. And wait, wait, do you mean you do you mean the last guy? Which guy are you referring to? There was to? the fourth guy there was another who one. got up and got the glasses after um, oh, he was right. like, Terry, go get the glasses. And Terry tried to get up struggling because mm-hmm. he doesn't get around that well. And the big trainer guy who was sitting next to him was like, I'll get the glasses. Like, Wasn't that wasn't that the uh, the half-brother? No, Darryl was he on was the on the other side. side. Oh, he was on the other yeah. side, okay. And he was chatting with his father and, and he chugged the glass of whiskey and they were like, sip your whiskey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Get it together, half-brother. <laughs> so then we get the strangest scene, I thought, of both episodes, where Ray is passed out on the beach on a lawn chair. I thought it was so sweet. He's Oh my god, was that sweet? was so creepy. It was disturbing. When Ray's passed out in a very bloody He's covered shirt. In blood. I, I, have, I feel like he doesn't know which room they're in, so he goes to the... Why doesn't he take his shirt off? Well, he, what what bothered me about this scene is he's lying passed out on a beach he's chair asleep with a bag of money at his feet. Like you're gonna sleep on a public beach with oh, the a million dollars there. in I didn't cash have the money and was a giant there. duffel bag. Well, it was a bag. I don't know what was in it, but I assume it was what the money was in. But his kids come out, see him, don't react to the blood at all, and they're just like, "Oh, he's just taking a nap." No. Well, no, he says, "Is he dead?" Connor asks, "Is he dead?" Oh, yeah. But it's jokingly, I think. It's at least the tone seems joking. I, I just thought it was a great scene. It's like this isn't even abnormal for them. This is what his their uh, dad is always doing. They are totally accustomed to violence. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. like the disturbing aspect of it. That it, to them, it's like their dad is passed out in public, covered in blood, mm-hmm. and they don't even blink an eye at it. Like it's not even. This is what reminded me of The Sopranos because every yeah, nice very... thing that happens in the family is undercut by the fact that they make their money by murder. Yeah, it was like they're so not strange. good people. Like this absolute beautiful like family. And then uh, Abby comes down. She lies down next to him. Not immediately. Then, she she yeah in the the, the chair next. See, to him. I, I expected her to go to him because she was obviously broken by the fact that he wasn't there. But not not just that. Yeah. But she really needed him rather than the kids who didn't really mm-hmm. need him to come back. And then, yeah, she just crawls on top of him. And, I thought it was so sweet. Oh, it was crazy. So the first line in the pilot was, it's a different world out there now, Mickey. And mm-hmm. the final line in the finale was uh, spoken by Bridget, his daughter, and she said, don't wake him. That was the last thing anybody said. First image Cause he needs to is sleep. a blinding white light as yeah. Mickey reemerges into the real world. Yeah. Final image is that long slow pan across the ocean, the ocean. Yeah. it wasn't Which even are, a nice shot really it was all one color it was very gray kind of muddy but yeah, I, I was thinking that these were both again like redemption images I felt the visuals in the pilot I, I don't know about the finale felt kind of gray and muddy as well like it didn't seem as bright and colorful as TV usually it is wasn't. especially it for a show wasn't. set and in that's LA not, that's not a complaint I no, just no, felt it's... like it felt like you know how it looks when you're inside a prison. But yeah, it felt like that when they were outside as well. These people are always in prison. Yeah, that's 
That's the visual metaphor. All right. Well, we talked for a while today. Okay. Forever. Yeah, we stop. haven't gone through all of our donut questions. Well done, Ray Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Show. Pretty pretty good. Better than I expected. I really enjoyed it. Are I you guys going to keep watching? Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I am as well. I'm not going to, but I'm going to recommend it anyways <laughs> for other people. All right. Well, let's pick another show. Please, right. pull up that spreadsheet. Uh, I think we are between 1,000 and uh, 12. Oh. 1 and 1,012. As you all know, this is the part of the show where uh, me and Saskia draw lots to see what the next week's show is going to be. You don't Please. draw lots, you invent them. That's right, we invent lots. And I would like you to go ahead, good sir. Very well. I will choose 986. I'm going to choose 304. Nice. Opposite ends. Hannah has to do a lot of scrolling. Okay. 304 is Justified. Oh! We have all seen it. Still a great show. Beautiful. Okay. One of our all-time favorites. Okay, what was your number again? I forget. I think it's 982. I think you said 986. 986 it is. Great. Great. Sorry, I should write them down when you first tell me. Ah, pshaw. 986. Barney Miller. Oh, God. Barney Miller. So, two oh God. pretty good shows, I gotta say. I would love, I would love for our first special show to be justified. Okay. But right. it is fairly early, so I will understand if we're gonna decide on Barney well, Miller. Well, this is episode 10, so. Perhaps if either of you managed to finish the last season, we could even do a real special donut. I'm All only right. on season five. Me too. I can't finish two seasons by next yeah, week. I know. We don't it's have time for that. Happen. I know. So. But we can do Barney Miller, and then Justified stays on the list. Doesn't mean it won't come back around. Yeah, let's do, let's do Barney Miller. Let's see if we can find it. I don't know how easy, because it's from the 70s. It's an yeah. show. I think we might be able to find it, because it's one of the, the it's very well famous known. ones. So, tentatively, we're going to do Barney Miller. Yes. But if it's just impossible, there's no way for us to get access to it, then we will be talking about Justified. Yes. Saskia has rarely been this excited. It's yeah. a, it's so good. Hey, this, a show I personally recommended to you. And it was actually this year my favorite show that was on the, on, on the air, and I was looking forward to Justified the most out of any shows I'm I watching right now. I just finished season wow. four, and I really loved it. This last season was perfect. Yeah. I can't wait to watch The whole show five. is great. Great. and the, But this last, like, I just, yeah. This last one. Okay. The last one just hit a home run, like, ten times. Which is fantastic, because most shows, are the last couple seasons, they're sort of petering out. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the shorter format, like, because they don't do 22 episodes, mm-hmm. that it has stayed solid every season. It has. And, personally, so far, season three has been my favorite, mm-hmm. but... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, We'll see you again soon. Uh, Bye. Enjoy your uh, week. Yes. And? And watch Ray Donovan. Yeah, do. Actually, it's quite, quite good. Bye. Bye. Hooray for Hollywood. That screwy valley hooey Hollywood. Where any office boy or young mechanic can be a panic with just a good looking pan and any barmaid can be a star maid if she dances with or without a fan hooray for high